You're listening to the Side Hustle Gal podcast with your hosts, Danny Fountain and Caitlin Allen. Hello, and welcome back to the Side Hustle Gal podcast. Today, we are here with, not going to lie, one of my faves, Leslie Wong, who is the CEO and co-founder of Burgundy Facts, which is an e-commerce brand on a mission to celebrate all bodies and empower women. After experiencing how unenjoyable lingerie shopping was, Leslie set out to create a more modern and inclusive experience that celebrated all women's bodies and minds. Thank you so much for being here, Leslie. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It was like a dream to be invited to talk on um, your podcast. So You're thank so you. cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dig in. Yeah, so you are creating lingerie for all body types. I don't know, do we call it lingerie? Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of know. 90s. apparel, <laughs> <laughs> because I, I realized... When we started out, we were we were thinking a very narrow, um, a very narrow section of lingerie. And then as we started meeting more women and hearing more about their needs, we decided that we needed to expand the scope of what we offered. So we've broadened it out to intimate apparel, which includes uh, bras and underwear, and lingerie, and sleepwear, and loungewear. So can you tell us what your inspiration is? Uh, behind it and then also just in general what's your what's your source of inspiration yeah definitely so my personal inspiration was coming to a point where I could feel good about myself and my body and my mind and not needing to feel like I needed to fix myself for someone else and that was in Mm -hmm. both facets of my life so um, you know getting to a point where I could say I'm smart enough um, I don't need to lose weight for someone else. (laughs) I don't need to fit into this mold. Um, And it was, you know, looking back like decades to the point where I could get where I feel comfortable right now um, with my body and I'm not concerned about trying to fit into a mold. That really influenced my decision to want to start Burgundy Fox because I, I want all women to get to that point. Um, and I realize a lot of the reasons why women feel pressure to fit into a mold um, and feel not enough is because society tells us those messages and says, you need to look like this in order to be valued. And I hated that. And so um, starting Burgundy Fox, it was really important to me to show different bodies and highlight the stories about strong, empowered women who are doing really cool things. Um, like Danny was the f- one of the first people that we highlighted um, on our Bernie Fox blog and also in our editorial content, just like she's kicking ass and she's a proud, strong woman. And I really wanted to feature women like that. And so that was a huge inspiration. Um, it just translates, I think for me into intimate apparel because that segment of fashion is so narrowly marketed um in the past it's like you've got to look a certain way that's really unrealistic and so i wanted to start with that that segment of fashion first um not only that but you know from talking to so many customers i am learning that there are real issues uh when it comes to shopping and finding the right sizes So going to a brick and mortar store, like a a major retailer in Nordstrom, you can't find 
sexy, intimate apparel over a size extra large, which is a huge issue. And I know that that type of exclusivity translates into all facets of life, not just shopping. It, it gives you a sense of, of being undervalued and not included. Um, and so I think at the end of the day, really women, strong women is my inspiration in life and in starting this brand. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I have so many strong feelings about that because I am a plus size woman. And so is Danny. And we were actually talking about that, how we're shaped very differently, but we wear the same size. Right. And I feel like in a lot of plus size, uh, fashion apparel, pictures, magazine, articles, all of that, they all look the same. Like they all have big busts, they all have big butts, and then they have this tiny waist that it's like, no, you don't. That's not real. That's not real life. And where's your damn double chin? Like seriously, we all have it. Where's it at? You're so right. You're so right. I mean, because even like, it's just crazy. Even, um, you know, I love Ashley Graham and I love what she's doing for pushing the industry forward. Even her though, she's a, she's a perfect form or a quote unquote, you know, she's a, she's a one, she's one plus size model and she's one plus size woman where there is so many different body shapes and, um, that aren't represented. Yeah. I love that. So I guess moving forward, you talked about Ashley Graham, but who would you say your celebrity crush is? Oh my gosh, my celebrity crush. Um, I've started really, I've never been a big like celebrity crush person. Lately, I've started getting really into entrepreneur crushes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I have a lot of, I have a lot of entrepreneur crushes. I think that one of my favorite is uh, the founder of Rent the Runway. Um, I really look up to Jen Hyman from what I know of her in, in press and um, in, in the things that she invests her time in, like their podcast and their women-founded company Accelerator and their philosophy on the company and just like how she started something that was completely disruptive and allowed people to gain access to things that they couldn't necessarily afford before. Um, I'm a huge user of that brand. So I, I just, it's genius that she was, you know, how the whole idea came up. So I really love her story. And I feel like if I could say that I had one celebrity crush or one entrepreneur crush, that it would be her. Um, just because of the, the way that she came up and then also um, how she's giving back like really intentionally into um, getting women to get more more into business and entrepreneurship and like pre really preparing them with the tools they need to have a seat at the table or to lead the table. That's so true and so spot on. I love that example and I know um, this is a perfect segue because when I first met you, you were working on a pitch deck for that very accelerator. So let's talk a little bit about that. A year ago, you were at HoneyBook. Uh, Burgundy Facts was a little idea, a little seed in your mind. Talk to us how it evolved from there. Oh my gosh, you were one of the first people that I told about Burgundy Fox. <laughs> so this is really special. Um, I, you know, I conceptualized the idea actually with a bunch of my colleagues, like we were on a bachelorette trip and that was way back in June. 
last year and we were talking about we're all different body shapes and sizes and we're talking about lingerie and um you know there women were chiming in they were like my breasts are too big my breasts are too flat my stomach's too big <laughs> my butt's too flat there were like all these excuses to stop themselves from doing something that they were curious about, which would empower their self-confidence. And so I was like, huh, well, what if someone just curated for you? Like it kind of reminded me of like wine, a wine club where like maybe you're super intimidated. And you're like, I don't know what French wine is or Italian wine or a California wine, but like I want it. I just need help. I need someone to help me guide me through it. So that was when the idea came up um, with my coworkers. And then fast forward, I just, you know, I was commuting back and forth from Chicago to San Francisco, and I was really feeling the strain of that in my personal life and professional life. And it got to a point where um, I went on a vacation with my parents, and I had time, and there was this Project Entrepreneur Accelerator, uh, which is, which is uh, sponsored by Rent the Runway, this accelerator coming up. So I decided to apply. And that was literally the first step that I took in creating Burgundy Fox because it forced me to put pen onto paper. Um, and that was in November. So I had um, applied for it. I would find out in April. And by then, I had already started. I had already made the decision to you know, cut off my, it was almost like cutting off an arm. <laughs> Like, you know, um, I'd been with HoneyBook for so long and, you know, had grown so much with them, but I really felt like there was, there was a, a moment that I needed to jump off and like, honestly, being encouraged by so many of the people in the creative entrepreneur space and Rising Tide in specific, um, really encouraged me to go for it. Just like reading the stories, meeting the people that really fearlessly jumped off it's like contagious so I did it and then I just started you know I started full-time like I I was just sort of you know running and not looking back um launched the site and the business in a month and then just kept going from there <laughs> so let's take it even deeper too because I know you and I have had conversations about this we all go through those feelings of feast and famine, right? Everything is amazing and everything is so great. And then fuck, everything sucks and I'm broke. <laughs> and you had a little moment of that earlier this year. And you interviewed for a job and you ended up turning it down. Uh, what was your thought process behind accepting the interview? And why did you end up turning the job down? Oh my God. I mean, it's tough. Like, Deciding to do this is is hard. Um, I didn't raise capital and I didn't save tons of money before I started this. Full disclosure, you know, everyone wants to be super prepared, but like in reality, if you really, time is more important and you just got to do it. So I, you know, I was scared too, I think. I think I was personally scared to commit fully in the beginning. And so I poked around and I was like, I'll apply for a job. and this burgundy fox thing can be like a side thing and then i was applying i met a really interesting company um they gave me an offer and then i had a decision to make and by then 
I had started uh, getting customers and cause Burgundy Fox is a subscription. Um, you know, I realized like I'm getting this customer, I've got to make them super happy and then I have to keep serving them, you know, repeatedly. And, um, I, I, my sister actually was a really big influence in this. Um, she's my oldest sister and really sensible. And she told me, you know, I think you should not take the job. I think that you need to focus on, on Burgundy Fox. And it's amazing that people are buying it already. Uh, like this is your time. You should do it. And hearing that from someone like my older sister was really impactful. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a money thing, seriously. Like just to be like, just to be like raw about it. It's, it's literally needing to fund your life and, you know, also like deciding to make changes. Oh my God. Like I can't remember the last time I've had a manicure Uh, and that sounds so petty. And, but it's like, you just do your life just changes and you have to commit to making things like that. Like you have to change your lifestyle. Can't eat out as much. I moved apartments, you know, in order to save money. Um, I was working at a yoga studio in order to save money, you know, and in trade for stuff. And so like, these are the things, like these are the real things that you do in order to make it work. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I honestly, I think for a lot of new entrepreneurs, that thought is always there. It's like, could I go back? Could I go, can I go get a job? But like I mentioned time, I think right now for me is more valuable than having like excess money to live a life that, you know, I'm always going to look back and think that I missed out on something else. Oh, that is so spot on. Truly. I love that you acknowledged like the choices. We were having this conversation in another interview talking about how your spending stretches or shrinks to fill the income that you have. And that's exactly what you've done, you know? And it's crazy being in a city like Chicago where there's such a social environment. And especially because there's so many entrepreneurs there. I know I feel the pull too of like, oh my gosh, you have to go out to dinner with all of these people all the time to like keep your connection strong. Um, But there's other ways to make that happen. Yeah, I mean, I live in the middle of a desert with no one (laughs) literally (laughs) that's so funny though I don't have that I can't relate so let's take one more turn before we dive into a couple more fun questions and I want to talk about the amazing collaborative nature of all of the photo shoots that you've done to produce content for Burgundy Fox Um, So to give the listeners some background, I've been involved in two of them, and both times it's been this awesome, collaborative, everyone is like all hands on deck experience, but I would love to hear about it from your perspective, because obviously I only have my own. Yeah, oh my God. Well, I'm so happy that you were in both photo shoots. I think it's really cool to like take some of the first photo shoot and bring it into the second and like just kind of have that continuity. And, um, I think from my perspective, like I am not a, I'm not a fashion person. I didn't come from the fashion background or fashion world. And so doing this photo shoot, doing these photo shoots is like totally brand new to me. Um, I was lucky to be around a lot of creatives when I worked at HoneyBook. Um, to be able to see like, especially particularly like Natalie Frank and 
even going, Meredith, even going to just these uh, retreats and seeing people style photos. I remember two years ago, I went to the first uh, Rising Tide retreat and I saw people taking photos of flat lays. They were teaching a class um, and Krista was teaching the class and Natalie. And I was like, flat what? Like, I don't know any, any of this. Um, why is this? A, I was like just completely over my head. Um, and then fast forward, like all that knowledge really did come into play coming, you know, to start the company when I was, when I was starting the company and doing some of these assets myself, Colleen, um, who I'd met from Rising Tide is a photographer that I worked with on the first shoot. And that was amazing. Um, an amazing collaboration that just like happenstance ha came to fruition in San Francisco. Um, when someone was like, Hey, Leslie's doing this Burgundy Fox thing the main mission of this is inclusivity for intimate apparel. And she was looking to build her um, boudoir portfolio. So we partnered on that and we spent an entire day. We brought in five different models of different backgrounds and different looks and sizes. And um, it was incredible because it was the first boudoir photo shoot that I'd ever been a part of. And so it was amazing to me to see that, like to see that whole process, um, with the women that were in the photo shoot. Like I remember um, the day before one of the, one of the models who is an account manager at a tech company in Chicago, she was feeling really uncomfortable or uneasy about the process and what she was going to wear. And she was envisioning that like this really kind of um, this sort of like really risque photo shoot. And I told her, you know, you're going to be drinking coffee. You're going to be reading magazines. Like I've picked out things that are more like loungewear, sleepwear for you. So, um, and, and after hearing that she was like, okay, I feel so much better. I just, I just wanted to know, you know, what, what this was going to be like. And so then seeing her come to the photo shoot and feel really good about herself and feel really, really amazing and powerful and awesome was really cool. And I saw that happen with a lot of the women in the first photo shoot. So that was very cool. Um, going into the second photo shoot, we streamlined things a bit. We had fewer models in order to get some of the photo. I, you know, to be honest, I came at it with a little bit more of a commercial lens only because I'd been doing this now for like seven months. And I'm like, what are the photos that I need to put on the website? Like, how do I structure this so that <clears throat> it'll be, good for the website. It'll be good for social. So we sort of, you know, we spent a longer time taking more intentional photos, um, for a website and for social. I love that so much. And it was so cool to be a part of both of them and to see how your vision had evolved. Like the second, the first photo shoot was absolutely beautiful. But the second photo shoot, like you could feel Burgundy Fox more in it and you could feel like it was more connected to the brand, you know, just because you had been with the brand longer and had a better understanding of what your mission and vision was. It's so true. Like I had so much of a better uh, definition of what I wanted the photo shoot to be. And then on top of that, we'd met so many more new brands to service a wider variety of women. That really excited me because I could show the actual product that we curate for women. So let's take a fun turn for these last few questions. I want to know, Leslie, on a scale of one to 10, how weird are you? Okay, I immediately put 10. Like, I think 
really weird. I am <laughs> freaking like in my head, little weirdo. And I think that's probably the thing that has always, like, it's been my trademark. I've always felt weird. Like when I was in grade school, middle school, it was like, I was very good at like fitting into the periphery of a lot of different groups because I always was just like strange. Like I'm like, I am in, like, I, I'm just, you know, kind of, uh, flexible that way. But, um, I don't know. I think of a lot of strange things. I, I kind of have a, I'm really, I'm actually, I consider myself an optimist, but I'm always thinking about like worst case scenario. Like I literally, <laughs> I literally will like move a cup if it's like an inch away from the side of a table or like <laughs> all kinds of weird stuff. I just feel like that's part of my nature. I love that. <laughs> that's I, such a good explanation. I, I wanted to ask a question that, uh, before we kind of like move away from it. Um, I was talking with Joey Vitali the other day and we were talking about you because we <laughs> no, we love seeing how much you're getting out there. Like your visibility is on point right now. And we were just wondering, and me specifically, how are you making those connections? Because I see so many people posting about Burgundy Fox. And is it, is it helping your business as much as what I would assume it is? <clears throat> I, that's so surprising to hear because I don't feel that way. And I think that's part of like the nasty comparison syndrome that happens is you look at everyone else and you're like, they are out there. I'm not out there like that. You know, you are, you are. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I, I mean, this is again, like a thing where I just, I'm really, I'm critical and I'm really introspective too. So I just, I'm always like, am I getting out there enough? Um, and I guess getting out there is not the goal. I think the goal is to, I mean, honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, I think, I think that, that I need to, t I need to get out, um, I want to get out from behind the brand more and talk more about what Burgundy Fox means to me and also learn how I can support other women who are drawn to the brand and drawn to the mission. Um, so in some way I want to get out more to people and, um, and that might look, you know, I've, I've kind of been as of late thinking about what that looks like. Um, I think, uh, I think building connections and making connections is really important, especially when it comes to content marketing, um, as an example that relates directly to business. So I, when I started and I still continue to do this because it gives me inspiration and makes me feel good is I love talking to women, um, founders in particular, and I love talking to men founders too, but I love talking to women because it's something that needs to become more of the norm, I believe, um, just because I want a little girl to, to grow up and be really empowered to do whatever the hell she wants to do. And so I, I get like a high off of time. I love hearing, you know, stories from women just kicking ass. And, and I want to learn too. I, I obviously, you know, I have so much to learn. And so I talk to a lot of people. I schedule a lot of calls and I just like chat with them. And I was kind of thinking like, why am I just, this is such good information. Like as an example, um, I was introduced to the founder 
of Cora organic tampons. And I was like, God, she's amazing. Like her story is so cool. And, and how she built the business and how she fundraised and she's a woman entrepreneur and they're two, two women co-founders. And that makes up a tiny portion of the capital that is being given to invested in companies. And so I was like, this conversation needs to get out. Um, and so that led to the, to the birth, um, along with an intern who joined our team, um, led to the birth of our podcast. Cause I was like, I got to get this stuff out there. And I think that like, for me, that feels good to be able to share the stories and inspire other people. Um, and I, and I think that while, uh, it, it definitely helps to build brand credibility, um, at the same time. Oh, that's so good. Well, we're going to wrap it up from here because you have given us some amazing nuggets. And so we want to know where we can find you. Oh, so find me at Burgundy Fox Co. Uh, It's B-U-R-G-U-N-D-Y-F-O-X Co. And you can find us, um, you can find all the places like our iTunes podcast is called Seamless. Um, There's a link to it there. Basically, you can find everything you need to from our Instagram account. Amazing. Thank you so much for being on. I know we both had a blast talking to you and we can't wait to see what you do from here. Thank you so much, guys. (laughs) Talk to you soon.